Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by VIP digital editor Bronwyn O'Neill. Hello, good evening. How are you? I'm very, very good. So you are back to talk to us once again about books. My favourite thing. Um, because I was an only child for a very long time. So I would read a lot of, out in the countryside. So I'd read a lot of books. Um, and now it's stu- it stood to me. But, that, but do you know what? That's good because I was kind of a late person to get into books. It was only kind of when I was in college that I kind of actually started to go into a bookshop and really enjoy just browsing. I don't I know love, if that sounds love, strange, but I do love browsing a bookshop. Even if I don't walk uh, away with anything, I do just like looking. <laughs> I'm the exact same. I'll go in and I'll be like, I've read this book and I've read this book. Mm-hmm. I'm, like if I'm with my friends, they're like, okay, are you going to buy anything? I'm like, no, mm-hmm. just come in here for like a note. Especially <laughs> just like smell little, the new books. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Very true. <laughs> <laughs> so you and me, we get each other. But where are yeah. we, or what are we looking at this week? What books are out? So obviously I have to say my my queen, the mm. woman who I have looked up to for like a decade, Miss Pamela Anderson, um, her book, we've been talking about her a lot mm. and we've been kind of building up to this. Uh, her book came out um, at the end of last week, so I have had a chance to read it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's called Love, Pamela. It's quite similar to her documentary on Netflix. So if you're not a massive reader or you, the topic is quite quite heavy she goes mm-hmm. into quite a lot of heavy detail as well and mm-hmm. um, you know the Netflix documentary covers a lot of it not all of it um, mm-hmm. but you know if you don't feel like this book is for you have that at least um, but I just love the book I love the way she wrote the book so originally she wrote it as a poem I think it was like a 12 page poem and her sons I think told her why don't you write an actual or turn it into a book and mm-hmm. so some of it is written as a poem some of it is written as a regular memoir. Wow. And I love a celebrity memoir. I read all of them, even if I don't know who the person is, <laughs> I will read it. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. But Pamela, like her life is so interesting. It's like, you if, you know, you don't know. She grew up in a really small, on an island actually off the coast of Canada. So she's Canadian. She was discovered at like a football game. She drove down to Los Angeles as a model. She... It was shot by Playboy and then that's kind of how her career took off. Mm-hmm. But before that, she had like a really, really hard um, childhood. Her fa- her father was like, um, I think, an alcoholic, but they, her and her, her, him and her mother had like a very kind of explosive relationship and she kind of goes into the fact that because of that, the way, the way she views love is kind of a bit like skewed because she thinks like and she like says it herself or she she kind she kind of says it and kind of dances around it mm-hmm. um that, that she's like okay well if you're in love with someone everything is huge which is true like your emotions are really really you know if you're heightened. if you love someone yeah. you're you're really heightened yeah. but at the but because of her parents she sees you know kind of she kind of mixes up this passion with this really real aggression mm. and it kind of makes sense why she has had really uh, negative relationships I suppose but I think you know she in her book which is something I didn't know about her she loves art and she loves to read and she like every time if she is travelling even for work she will go and she will go to museums and she'll take in the culture because that's something that she's like really really passionate about and she just seems like I know we've discussed the fact that she kind of was made a poster girl like a pin-up mm-hmm. girl and she was very sexualized and she her personality is could not be further 
from that and I just love to read her book because as interesting as her documentary is I think when you write something in your own words it's so much more personal and to mm-hmm. see that she's writing poems and she she's just incredible and I loved this book it was definitely one of my favourite memoirs one of my favourite books probably and there is a lot of I don't know like I, you know when you read some memoirs and they're like I worked really hard to do X, Y and Z mm-hmm. and Pamela is like I just showed up there and everyone <laughs> fell in love with me. And it's, yeah, because she's Pamela Anderson. I just, and, oh, I just love how honest she is and she just comes across so well. Like I, I saw a comment under one of the videos, one of the many videos that Insta is showing me of her and they're just saying, you know, she's the person you, everyone wants to be friends with. Yeah. And like it comes across really in her memoir as well because she has a lot of, she's like, it's not name dropping because mm. I, I read memoirs where it's definitely like, and then Harry Styles walked in and, you know, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. like, oh, I know this person. Whereas she's just like, I was talking to, like, she would just say first names and you kind of have to guess who this person is. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is like a really, really famous person, like, who you just are on first name basis with. Mm-hmm. Because she just is, she's so, like, she really draws people to her and mm-hmm. in the best way possible. And she does talk about, you know, kind of how that has obviously helped her a lot but hindered her as well because when you go to Los Angeles for the first time as someone who's come from a really small town um, and has been very sheltered from that side of things you know things you can be taken advantage of Mm -hmm. really really easily Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah it's a really really interesting read and again the whole play by Bunny thing she wasn't a bunny but she was you know in the in the The mansion mansion. I think she was a playmate for like a very brief period but she talks about just how insane that whole thing is and if you do like celebrity memoirs like all the uh, Playboy Bunny girls like Holly Madison and stuff like that their memoirs are so interesting because they go into like the details of what it's like to live in the Playboy house yeah I'd say it was insane insane. yeah like I remember seeing videos of it and it just looked like you know the bit like you party all day all night it never stops it's kind of it seemed that way but I'm sure there's more to it too It, it seems really gross and I know it obviously doesn't happen anymore but mm. just what they have they wrote about and it's it's it, it was very strange and the house just seemed because again like the Playboy Mansion had been going from the 80s yeah, or the 70s like even before mm. that and they were they were there in the 2000s when it kind of had gone really downhill um, and it's it just sounds dystopian to be honest but really interesting to read yeah I can imagine so then when we move on from Pamela Anderson who do we move on to we will move on um, and chat about Shadow and Bone which is a book series Mm -hmm. um, that has been out for a couple of years now Um, so Shadow and Bone is one book series there's three books in that and then they have the kind of like sister book series I would say and, and that is Six of Crows and I'm talking about this now because it is being made, or it has been made into a Netflix show. Um, the first season came out two years ago in mm-hmm. 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. Uh, we have our own very own Danielle Galligan in that, and she's incredible. Amazing. And then this season is coming back um, just in time for St. Patrick's Day. It's not an Irish show, but to me it's very Irish because we have Danielle in it. And then this season we're getting another Irish face um, with Paddy Gibson is joining it. And it's like a fantasy show and I love fantasy books they're my like bread and butter they're my go-to books mm-hmm. um, and I know they're not for everyone but I don't care I'm sorry <laughs> um, they're the best books and um, I went through a phase because um, I read books like my entire life 
but when I went to college I was like okay I'm a grown up now I have to read grown up books and I kind of fell out of love with reading because I thought oh god I have to read grown up books and they're all about murder and like Mm -hmm. divorce and misery and then I (laughs) was like wait a minute I don't have to do this I can read whatever I want like it's my money and it's my time so I kind of really got back into reading with Shadow and Bone was one of the first books I read and that I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed, like to the level of being like 15 year old, obsessed with like, I don't know, like the Hunger Games kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's in a different universe and they have this whole different system of magic wielders and one young girl is a sun summoner, which has never been, never happened before. And it's kind of her journey through this world um, and what that means because they kind of she becomes this kind of godlike personality and she has to fight obviously the evil uh, people in it as well mm-hmm. and then the Six of Crows which Netflix have taken both books and made it into one series which Amazing. I think is a really smart idea mm-hmm. and people kind of give out about it but I think it's really smart because the books are really really good and really interesting but they're quite short and I don't know how they'd make a full series out of them out of all of them mm. and we know we, I talk about it all the time Netflix are very quick to, <laughs> to pull the trigger yeah. so I'm happy that we kind of got both in them um, the Six of Crow books are kind of a bit more popular than Shadow and Bone but they are about a group of kind of misfits uh, planning heists uh, which is very hard to say um, in this like fantasy world so it's a bit less magic but all, like, a lot more fun I think um, but I love them and I think if you want to get back into reading they're quite easy they're quite easy to consume if you really like fantasy they're again really fun and if you want to just read them before the show comes back for a second season there you go you have no excuse now you have a month to do it and there's only five books uh, maybe you want to read the other series that hasn't been made into Netflix show there's another two books but it's fine it's fine I just think start, like that's start a, small uh, and see where you end up <laughs> yeah just, exactly and you'll be upset yeah you kind of like I think I definitely fell out of it for a while and you do kind of need to find something that grips you again to kind of get back that bug to want to read more because you do like there's been a lot of books where I've kind of half read them and they're still sitting there and I haven't gone back to them so you do kind of need yeah. to find that one don't you Absolutely. And I find, like, I love to read books. And I'm, when I, again, when I was like a teenager, I, for some reason, was obsessed with reading, like, classics, like Jane Eyre and books by Jane Austen and the Bronte sisters and, like, Little Women. Like, why was I reading them? I don't know. Like, they're really good <laughs> books, I will say, obviously. But sometimes, you know, I'd be like, oh, God, like, this is a slog because mm-hmm. they're they're really, like, difficult to read because they're written 200 years ago and yeah. the dialect and Absolutely. everything is much like it's so different and um, it's kind of like I know it's not but it's you know same thing as like reading Shakespeare where, where it's it's in English but it's, you have to be like wait what what are we talking about mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of like that so I um, I have seen people on the internet being like oh if you don't read books that like challenge you mentally then you're not really reading but like who cares if you're reading and you're happy Absolutely. then why do you need to read something that like makes you miserable and puts you into like and makes you not want to read books so if you're reading something that's like if you're reading The Hunger Games which is obviously aimed at like teenagers mm-hmm. and you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s or 50s or whatever and you love those books does it matter? I don't think so. Just enjoy it. Yes, for a while I I was having a plan like I don't really know who I thought I was that I would re- read Ulysses or Ulysses 
Ulysses, oh. that was it. Yes. I never got there. And <laughs> now I've kind of gone like, hmm, maybe I don't necessarily have the time to try and start getting through that because I've heard that's a really difficult read. So <laughs> I don't know Not what I was thinking. I... Not sure what I was thinking. But, uh, I know, yeah. controversial, haven't read it and I'll never read it because <laughs> I don't I'm, I don't care and I, if that makes me a bad reader and a bad Irish person I apologise but I will not be sitting down and reading what like an a million page book about some man walking around Dublin for a day no, absolutely not I'll reread normal people it's the same thing, you know <laughs> So if we see you with a book Ulysses, we know there's a problem and we need to send help Absolutely. Okay. I'm like in a kidnap situation. <laughs> that is your signal. That's your... <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But tell me, you do have a book talk as well, don't you? I do have a book talk and I talk about books there as well. Um, it's Bronze Book, so B-R-O-N-S-B-O-O-K-S, uh, which is my the star, the, the star of my name, my nickname. I thought it was quite cute. Um, nice. And I talk about books. I make silly little... TikTok videos. I don't dance, thank God. <laughs> don't worry about that. I don't. There will be no. There will be no TikTok dances. Well, sometimes there might be. Maybe, but maybe no, the odd uh, time. You never know. Yeah, I'm not doing like the Renegade. I'm not trying to be Addison Rae or Charlie <laughs> D'Amelio. Um, I'm just dancing around in my books um, and talking about them and lip syncing to silly audios. I'm probably at the minute also talking about Pedro Pascal because I'm obsessed to him. <laughs> Excellent. So you get a bit of everything if you follow Bronwyn. Everything. Everything you need. (laughs) Excellent. VIP Digital Editor Bronwyn O'Neill. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks for having me.